You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at soundtalentmedia.com. Welcome, Welcome to the Smoking Word. Welcome, Welcome to the Smoking Word. Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? We are back once again. The Smoking Word podcast is brought to you by CasaTheRock.com. You know how we do it, and you know the drill. That's my merch spot. Everything is done in-house. If you want to support the show, the show is free. All I ask is you go subscribe and spread the word. And if you want to keep supporting the movement and the show, you cop some merch. We got everything for him, her, even your dogs or, or whatever animal you got in your fucking yard. But um, support the movement. Every shirt is $21. That's how we're celebrating 2021. So make sure to come through. We got some shirts for 15 bucks, too, that, you know, we have on clearance. So um, support the show. Go cop some merch. We got a bunch of shit there. And um, also... Make sure you follow me. Add me on Instagram at HoyerRock357. And now we are official. The Smoking Word Podcast on Instagram. So everybody, add us on Instagram right now. The Smoking Word Podcast on Instagram. You can hit us up. You have any questions. You want some questions on the show. Right on the show. You want to shout us out. You want to shout somebody out. Or you just want to. I don't know. You want to talk some shit, hit us up there or you can hit me up on my fucking um, Instagram. And also, if you want to do the email thing, you can email the show at the smoking word podcast at yahoo.com. So um, make sure to hit us up again. I want to thank everybody around the planet. We're starting to feel it. The movement is getting bigger. Um, all we're doing is trying to step things up. We're trying to keep everything fresh and sexy. We have a lot more things planned. Look out. But you Listen, it's very, very important. I said it before, and I'm going to keep saying it. Metallica is cool, but they are rich. So support the underground movement. Not just Casa the Rock, not just Madball. Everybody in the underground doing it. And again, subscribe to the show. That's, that's almost more important than anything because, number one, it's free. So, again, there's no excuses. And that's how we let the forces that matter, that we let them know that we out here and we fucking, we making power moves out here as a movement, all right? So we got to let everybody know that hardcore lives out there. So, again, CasaTheRock.com, the Smoking Word podcast, spread the word. And today, I'm going to do a little um, reminiscing with this one. An old friend. And the singer of my first band, actually the second singer of my first band, but we'll get into that. My boy, don't get him confused with the golf player, Chi-Chi, but this is my bro, Cheeky Rodriguez. Let's set this shit off. Yo, 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 you hear me? I hear you. You hear me? Yeah, I hear you now. We all in. <laughs> we all in. What's going on? How you been? Nothing, man. I'm pretty chilling. I'm over here just trying to figure out my 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 16 year old son just left with his girlfriend, and trying to keep the dog at bay. I guess the dog. <laughs> I guess the dog don't like. Him. <laughs> uh, look at that. First of all, I was curious to see um, um, 
how how um how long was it gonna take you to connect on the, you know, if you were one of these um tech savvy? Because I, I find out more and more people in our age bracket, some of us can't even fucking turn a telephone on. It's true. It's true. I'm still I'm still trying to tell my mom how to go ahead and text a picture. You yeah, know, you know, but you know what's crazy about the other day. You know what the conversations are now. This is I know times are fucking changing. My father's like, oh yeah, sh- mira, 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 me, cosa en mi Facebook. <laughs> I'm like, on your Facebook, do you 186 years old? <laughs> what are you doing with a Facebook? You- my mom, my mom's got a Facebook page. She's got friends. She don't even know how that happened. Yeah, know I know. Out. You think Moses. Uh, Cleopatra, She's who got else they got? <laughs> Lola, Lola Falana, <laughs> Sepeying, Sepeying, rest in peace. You know, he just passed away. Uh, but, um, but what's up with you? How you been? I'm good, man. I you mean, know, we, just, just we talk a little bit throughout this whole thing, but like, not in detail, but like, yeah, what's been going on? I hate this COVID talk bullshit, but. What you've been doing work wise and what's what, whatever. you know, you're, you're you're in New York and right now the commutes from from your bed to your to your living room or to to your dining room, wherever you're working. And both my wife and I were working like five feet away from each other oh, and dealing with that. And then we got our kid in, in, in his bedroom working his own magic as well. Right. So, oh, oh man, that, that's that's like some um, I'm Chris Benoit shit in the making. You, you, know? just, you just you just make the best of it and just keep on going. You know, yeah. and a lot of this or a lot yeah, of whatever yeah. it is that's going to keep you going. Yeah, yeah. So you're you at least get to work out, of you know, out of your crib. So you got your, your job lets you you were able to work throughout this whole shit is what I'm basically. Absolutely. Saying. Yeah, yeah. No, I would. No, we've definitely been uh, gratuitous that we've been able to work from home. And, you know, we never we never stopped working. It was never a problem with, you know, stopping that. But. You just try to go ahead and keep going. The only thing that that didn't happen was the whole softball season, and that's when I go ahead and do some umpiring. But I yeah, yeah, do any of that last year? Yeah, now yeah. They're gonna, no. Now they're gonna throw me out in Marine Park. They're saying <laughs> I, they 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 having games out in Marine Park. So all right, I've been seeing. Yeah, yeah, you're doing the umpire shit, you know. So, but yeah, no, that's crazy. And um, for everybody out there who may not know, I mean, more people know nowadays. It's weird. Uh. Cheeky was the singer of my first band. He was actually the second singer, but like kind of the main, the singer for probably the the the, the majority of the time, right? What, what we say? I, I think. I, I would think. Yeah, I'm so bad. I, first of all, I learned that I have dyslexia a little bit, so time, numbers, <laughs> and fucking all this shit, I I lose mad track, you know, a track of what's what. You know, well, years. I mean, I can I can tell you right now, it's like, you know, we're going to go ahead and talk about this era, what we're talking about. We're talking about somewhere in between 88 and 92. Yes. And that's that's basically my blur years. Yeah. Yeah. The whole era. <laughs> yeah. Because that's what I was going to say, because um, so, yeah, basically, I'm letting everybody out there who might not know. But, you know, again, you know, so, so if you're listening to this, most likely you do. Um, you know, um, Cheeky sang for my first band. And when we were talking. And um, uh, and we have a lot of history also because I came up in music. Basically, we can, you know, not together. You actually were in music before me in a way because you were in, in a band before me. But at, yeah, at mean, the same time. So. Well, I mean, that was the that was the, the great thing about Jackson Heights. And I was thinking about that, you know, talking about when we were prepping for this and we were talking about that. And it's like we had so many different influences coming from so many different ways. I was like from you, from your brother, and 
yeah. and from from Mergen, who was who's an old school OG from 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 back there with his occupied territory and all that. So we knew those guys from back then also. And then you got the straight edge kids on the other side of Northern. Also, those kids were yeah. set up with, you know, with Tim Shafalis and, and Jackie Danzig also yeah. and all them cats. Gorilla well, Biscuit you know, House. Absolutely. That that whole that whole that whole gang over there, you know, at one point or another they were hanging out with us also. So we yeah. had so many and then you want to start talking about the Woodside kids too. Then yeah. we bring the Woodside kids into the equation, and then you get Story kids into the equation. That's a whole other animal too. Yeah, yeah, no, that's what I was like. Um, yeah, it definitely. Um, Queens in general, I always kind of bring it up because, um, you know, now now we can look back at it, and, and you know, back then we talk Queens because out of pride shit and young kids shit, we're Queens, but now it's just a fact. The 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 amount of uh, people in heart and soul of what's in hardcore music were people from Queens, you know, that molded it. I mean, we knew back then, but like it's official now. That was 20 years, 25, 30 years ago. We oh, were yeah. talking it. But now since then, even more, it's been more certified with, you know, like the classics. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's even that's even before we even got involved yeah. into the mix as well. That whole Northwest Queens was all involved in that crap. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. So let's take it back because, you know, um, you're older, way older than me. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, hold on a second. He's like, hold on, no, Wallow's old. <laughs> You're like, Wallow's the old one. No, all right, but you were a little older than me, and I kind, you know, obviously we know a lot about each other, but there's certain, you know, uh, um, certain details that I don't know because they didn't, you know, back then we we, we didn't sit there and talk to each other about. Like, yeah. oh, well, who was the first band and who gave you this and blah, 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 and all that bullshit. But um, this this type of music, where, where did you find? How did you get in this? Because I know everybody in the Heights either knew about it, even if you didn't like it, even if you were, you know, that like if you were a homeboy, if you were a B-boy, you might have know about it or you were like, yo, that heavy metal shit. But you, it was yeah. around in one form or another. Like, uh, how it the was, fuck did you hit it? Because all the way with, I mean, like, like I said, it was like you figure it's just you know, being a younger brother in that era, right? Mm-hmm. And this is a killer, like uh, Bundy, Bundy Blunts, Mergen, they all went to school with Walla. They were in the same grade with Walla, so uh, I knew them. I didn't I know them. that already. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know they were I, fucking nice. So I knew, I knew the two of them right away when I was, you know nine ten years old i met them already and i you know i had no idea except you know hanging out with a couple of those guys who freaking sniffing glue in the fucking park and all that yeah. shit, you know yeah and because i was the younger brother so i'd always be around me sponge would yeah. always be around also because we were younger brothers so we'd always be hanging out seeing all these older kids sniffing glue doing whatever and hanging out and hanging, you know doing doing all that shit. yeah and um but but music wise it was just being in the Heights and, and my background is all straight metalhead. We're, I was a straight metalhead. If I wasn't going to USA and skating, it yeah. was metal, right? Yeah. So. <laughs> but okay, now the metal part, whether you get that from, from dudes in school, um, was Wallow a rock guy? I know Wallow like Wallow's just wow. You know, Wallow, Wallow likes everything. Wallow was always acid but where house. They, yeah. Growing up, he was all acid house and all the club all, shit. You know, yeah. 97 and all the club shit and all that stuff. But me and I was hanging out with the kids on my block. We were just taking a couple couple block stroll over to numbers, records, and tapes. Yes. And then we catch we catch whatever the hit that was coming out. Oh, so we yeah. go ahead and 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 grab all our money together and be like, all right, 
grab that album. And we just take albums and check the back and be like, yo, this album looks crazy. I right, buy it. And then yeah. like, I right, you buy it. And then we'll just go ahead and just grab the tapes and start dubbing and start dubbing and just sit back and just discover whatever crap that we just discovered at, at numbers that just got released. You know what you just made me fucking realize that that's the that's why that's what we could now for now on we could say um this is whether this is what was in the water in our part of queens numbers records yeah, was, and you, uh, like, you had three locations yeah and but that one in the heights that was the one because that was they I, I i always said this and i talked about it in the past how me and beto we waited for the uh born expire album we split money and we watched homeboy bring it in the boxes and we're like come on open it up like you know, yeah. like we're waiting there with our seven bucks and change, but we were lucky to have a real that was a legit record store with legit hardcore oil. You remember they had a For legit oil section? Dude, they Pop. had a great they had a great collection that, of everything. And that's the everything. same place. That's the same place I first met Isaac when me and and uh, who was I with? I think it was uh, uh, me and uh, me and Beto. We we're going to run Isaac and, and Woody a beat down. He may tell you a different story on his version. And he came in with a super, with a cape in, and, you know, he flew down. And then, oh, I'm working with that one. I can work I, with that one. Yeah, that I, we were shooting machine guns and they were bouncing off of him. But that wasn't the fact. He was looking at my record spot. So, but uh, anyway. No, like you said, everybody just, you know, just went there. That was, that was the spot. I mean, if you were in Queens, that was the spot to go yeah. to, right? Yeah. And, and all right, the metal shit. But how did the hardcore shit, because that's the thing that's, the special part because you know it comes in through metal or, or some of the homeboys or it's always weird how people discover it you know what i mean like but then you know that's that's the that's the great thing of of the neighborhood also because you know it's like i grew up with jeer i've known jeer since we were six seven years old right and he went to europe and went to yeah. ireland or whatever and came back and then he came back next thing you know he was he had his liberty spikes and next thing he came back he was like bald and all that and he's just like yeah. oh you pretty you should hang out with us and it was a couple blocks away and i started hanging out with him it was uh eddie cola it was john bowles that was there mergen was already hanging out so i i walk in and i see eddie mergen and i'm like look at you it's like i know you uh, yeah. so it was like already i'm you know You're in. for for the comfort period already you know yeah. i already know most of these people and everybody else you know some of the girls that i knew already and then everybody else was, it was just you know it was just hanging out in the neighborhood yeah and next thing you know it was the Chromags came on and yeah, freaking and that was yeah, and everybody and, and everybody is talking about Jeer. Jeer was he's our, our boy, and Jeer was my the first singer for Demise. He was there for you know the 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 first demo I believe, and then we yeah. we we well, we you know we'll we'll hit that later. But that's who Jeer was. Yeah, Jeer was, you know what the thing with Jeer was that Jeer was always like an old man, even when we were kids. He still like, is. I know he he's always is. been like an old man. Like I'm a little know, salt and pepper right here, but he's 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 been straight white since 25. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> but even how he was, I always felt like I was talking to an older guy. Like you know what I mean? Like 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 yo, he got his shit together, but yeah, he'll get thrown out of his house or something. That kid, yeah, exactly. It was just like you know, you know like he'd go back. I gotta pull the garbage, and next thing you know, he's like, yo, can I stay? Oh, <laughs> I like yeah, I like oh uh, yeah, like. <laughs> Well, yeah, what you did, it was Christmas. I remember the day after Christmas. I'm like, what you guys do yesterday? Like, yeah, we got dusted and we were in the church. I was like, what it is to be a kid in the 80s. You know what I mean? That was, that was the, uh, that was that cro show. That was, that, that's a whole other animal, bro, uh, that, that night. But, um, <laughs> yeah, but, um, so yeah, the height, and this is, again, the, you know, what's crazy is, um, 
what makes sense is why um you know a lot of bands came out of the heights there was a lot of people and and, and a lot of music you know we had the gorilla biscuits had a house near us um the chick house that was um armine and craig from sick of it all they had their yeah. house and I mean, it's like our, you know, Anthony coming out. It was over on 90th and 30th, right down yep. the block from Army Joe. Yeah, Jack Flanagan was more down from that. And you know what else was crazy? Marcos and Bad Trip. They had the studio in between. And Marcos ended up, um, uh, the Marcos would talk, I think his last name is Siega. He ended up doing Siega, video. Yeah. Yeah. He's, ended yeah, up he's doing like a Hollywood big video guy. Yeah, he, yeah. Videos for like fucking Papa Roach and all those type of bands, you know. Which yeah, was dope, you know, all hardcore dudes, and they were our older guys, and they owned studios in the neighborhood, and we were all kids from the neighborhood, and you know, it's all that's that's the best. That was the best part because Bell Studios, you know, when when Marcos had that thing open, it was like we were there, you know, left and right. It's like you know, we had our boy live right down the block, and it's like now it's like um, you know, it's like I see these names, I see names and like things that I don't even realize. Like you were saying, Marcos, I was watching some some show, some TV show, I have no idea. And I'm like executive producer Marco Siega. And I'm like, look at this. I know, that's like, so, great. Like, I was like the Wu Tang, the Wu Tang, yeah, yeah, like Sasha and all that. That's you know, that killed me. We were doing um the Hazen Street band, and you know, we were got on a major label, and you know, there was able, there was things that we were able to do easier. Like, who you want to do your video? Um, you want we could get Marco Siega, and this, and I'm like, Marco, I'm like, this is crazy. Like go, who would that's figure? Like, you know, we're like that's like back. That's like back. Him, him, him telling us is like, all right, you guys gotta fucking. Yeah, it's like yeah, you got five minutes. You guys got five minutes. You guys gotta go. <laughs> like yeah, it's all cool, but you guys gotta go. I don't know where you guys gotta go, but you gotta get out of here. That was you know, I mean, that was the best part of Bell Studios. It was just you know, it was, it was still in the neighborhood, whichever way you went, whichever but, way you went. But all right, so this is crazy. So all right, so before we met. You know, you guys already had, you know, a couple bands in the mix, you know, and, and you know, I know um, OT was the first older band, but I don't I'm not even counting them. I'm counting the bands after that, like that you guys, because when, when I first met you guys and we all started hanging out, um, you guys had like a couple of bands that were trying to start up and like, you know, you had names and maybe you jammed once or twice, but nothing was official. Yeah, what, well, I mean, that was that was basically it. I thought there was more to it. No, no, the, the great one, it was, uh, you know, and, and the, the, the great thing is like, I talked to Frank about this and, and we have, we have uh, Frank Samara, who's, who's, who's we're going to talk about, in, yeah, we'll get it. And Giannis, we'll, we'll, we'll jump into that. But we were talking about, you know, like all these bands, like conspiracy and all these other bands, but, but, but back in in the Heights, there was Hold Your Own. That was probably one that had a good shot. And that what about was, Impact? Uh, Impact was another one. That <laughs> was like hardcore oi. That was like that little hardcore hardcore oi flavor. Okay, that, that was, was the oi. Okay. So that was. And I'm gonna tell you right now that that was Sid, um, Stiv, Junior singing Junior Show Force Junior. All right, yeah, and no, later and, on there was uh, show of four to Mike Dijon. Army, yeah, and Army Joe, um, Army Joe on bass. That was, was, that that was, was impact. That was impact. That was impact. And that was that was with uh, an oi negative approach. They were tight, bro. They were crazy. Yeah, because I remember when I when when we was first started hanging out, like those those projects were kind of lingering around. And I want to say I might have actually been to an impact um rehearsal at, at Marco's spot. Definitely Bell. That was Definitely it. Bell. 
because I remember that's where, you know, um, you know, one of the times people were like, oh, baby, let us start a band. But it wasn't the first time. That's how, not how the demise shit started. It was in front of my house. I think I talked about it one time with Jerry. You know, we were just sitting in front of the house kind of thing. And again, the reason is you nagel and Beto. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and Jerry was there because I remember this. Um, And, and, and it kind of kind of leads into why why it became a band so you know we again we were sitting in front of my house we used to hang out in front of my house drinking 40s and smoking or whatever it was and we would listen to crucial chaos it was a hardcore show a college hardcore show from nyu and they were a classic staple but there was also a lot of garbage on there and one day we were listening you catch you catch a bad thursday oh yeah i was spinning some terrible exactly (laughs) and one time we heard some horrible shit you know i never really thought about being in a band but you know my big mouth i was like um fuck man if this shit could get on the radio i bet we could make a band right now and get on the radio and jeer already you know being from hanging out with all you guys being more familiar we're like yeah starting a band we could do that you know just he goes let's start a band and do it and i was like uh, all right <laughs> you know and he was like let's yeah. call it demise but we call it with a z and i'm like what the fuck does that even mean i don't even know what it meant he goes it means the end but we do it with a z and i said all right and that was the only reason we started but my point being all you guys were in bands kind of so i was yeah, kind I mean, of like there was always i mean that was the whole thing it was like you had you had bell studios on on, on 91st and 31st you had underground and woodside yeah and if you really wanted to you can go into the city and go to go rent a room with giant, giant. Too, right yeah i remember but, that i mean that was the whole thing it was walking distance our our, our whole freaking shit was was walking we're, we're yeah walking. We're, this is what we're doing and it was just it was easy to go ahead and go there and you know we it was easy to just, this is where we're going. This is what we're doing. All right, what we're going to do today. It was like, all right, we're going to cop bag and then we're going to go ahead and play fucking all day. Yeah. That was basically it. That was, yeah. just, that was just a day in, in, in the life in fucking Jackson Heights. <laughs> I know, man. It was like, so like, you could make the whole day out of that. Just get in the studio. And it was like, man, you remember how, all right, before we get even to that. So you had those bands. So before Demise, was there any, was that the most official? I mean, yeah, obviously the most official band because we ended up recording and stuff. But before that, were was any of those other projects semi-official, or they were just kind of like what you said, just kind of the ideas and jam it was just it was, it was just it was just mostly it was just hanging out. I yeah, mean, that was the whole Talk. thing. It was it, it was the DMS infancy. Yeah. We had we had Second Nation Rising. That was yeah. another one that was gonna yeah. happen. Yeah, I know I had another one with Mod. I was playing drums with Mod, and I, I think we had Second Nation great, Rising. I, I think that might have been Second Nation Rising, but we had one great jam, and then that was right. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. And then um, basically, and then Show of Force. Yeah, I did. I did that uh, Show of Force show because Junior moved to Texas, mm-hmm. so I sang for them at that Super Bowl. You forgot about that. I completely forgot about I want to go look for that. Is it online? I dude, I've never seen it. Have you tried to look for it? Because I mean, I don't want to see that. I was so hammered on that stage. Yeah. uh, (laughs) uh, Oh, believe me. I know how that feels. But oh, I would love to see you. I forgot about that. Yeah. And again, show of force. This is the connection. Um. Um, fast forward, that's Mike DeJean's band, who Mike DeJean was playing, and the singer for Show of Force used to hang out with Cheeky and all those guys. That was before I was hanging out, and that was the connection with Show of Force. And yeah, no, I was, I was in Demise. I was in Demise. No, no, yeah, yeah, but I mean, you knew Show of Force from before. 
Oh, I know. Absolutely. It's like, yeah, we've hung out, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hector, yeah. Hector and Beto. I think yeah. you went to school with Hector. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. And and exactly. And fucking, yeah. but um, yeah, exactly. That was later, but I know like um wasn't who was the original singer? Wasn't Randy Junior? Junior, yeah. Junior. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, from way when, back when, when I know, started man. hanging out with everybody, he wasn't around. No, no, I think he had already gone gone back, yeah. gone to Texas. Exactly. So I never caught that, but I knew the show of Forston because when we came out with our demo around that time, there was the show of force demo was going around. Like that was the other band, you know, the other yeah. Queens band. I remember. And that was go figure fucking the genre. Yeah. So, but yeah. So, all right. Cause I remember. So the funny thing is, do you remember? I remember how you got in the band. <laughs> do you remember with demise? Do you remember how you the ended only, up? The only thing I remember was that, you know, I was basically there the whole time anyway. And then whatever happened with Jeer, I, I was just ready there because I because I already knew the lyrics. Right? Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> but I don't remember how I ended up officially well, getting it. Well, it was basically that. But I remember specifically we went to rehearse at Underground, and you know you would hang out anyway. You know our jams yeah, was, were like hangouts. Was, yeah, we were. Everybody and their mother was hanging out. Right? And, and Jeer, as much as he was an old man, and I love him to death. He was very irresponsible when it came to showing up on time and to <laughs> showing up to that shit. And I remember he didn't show up and you were like, I never forget this day because it kills me because I remember <laughs> that and, and, and we were already getting mad at him, you know, and, you know, he was probably getting already, you know, and he's moving on to his next phase in life, which he ended up going to school, I think, after. Yeah, but I remember yeah, yeah. you were like, you were there and you're like, fuck it, let me sing. We were like, fuck it, yo, jump on the mic. And I remember, <laughs> I never forget this. You're singing <laughs> and that motherfucker walks in. <laughs> <laughs> I always remember that shit. I was like, like I remember, like, oh, man. It was those underground doors, the underground yeah, big, doors, thick doors. Yeah, yeah I was like, push them fucking things in. Like so con Dracula. And Jim wasn't a big guy, so it was probably a struggle to get yeah, that door and then, open. And then he came there to see his dreams just shattered. <laughs> yeah, no, but I remember being like, oh, and I don't remember that. I don't remember what happened after. He was like, oh, I'm gonna wait outside or what happened, but that was the moment. <laughs> I remember. I, think, that. I pretty much think he probably just came in and sat down. And sat down and say, <laughs> "And we love you, Jay. You know that." But it was funny. But um, yeah, it's funny. Um, and um, fast forward even with that shit. Like um, I, I lose time frame. You know, I I I keep I go on the demo where I see recorded like 1989 into 1990. So that's the only time frame I have of a lot of shit. People are telling me our last show was in 92. I thought it was in 90. You know, it could be 92 because it was like, you know, we were like sprinkled. We probably did in 92. We probably did two shows, you know, in a handful. You know, we probably did less than 20. We definitely did less than 20 shows in our existence. Absolutely. And yeah. And one thing I do remember is this. So, all right, before we get to our last show, I know I remember our last show. So it might be that. <clears> but um, you remember our first show. So, all right. Do you remember first this? Show. Hold on. Do you, you were at the first Demise show with Jeer. Do you remember I, I, that first? I still remember that show. And I, to this day, I have no idea where the fuck in Brooklyn that fucking thing was, bro. But the, like, I don't you know were, if that was a real place. I don't yeah. know if that was a real place. I don't know if that like, we went <laughs> Did in, it really we went happen? Hollywood set. And this yeah. is all of a sudden, 
So you know, have you ever seen that movie? There's there's some flick, and it's called I forget what it is, but it's some 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 punk rock horror movie, right? And these guys roll up into the show, and they roll up into this the show in the sticks, and the whole thing. It was the same thing when we walked into that joint in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. Swatter, yeah. Confederate flags flying. So. So everybody, basically what it is, I remember that whole day too perfectly because obviously my first show, but there was a lot of some funny some connect the dot shit that happened. So our first show was at, the, they were called the Rogue Animals, right? Where are they called or whatever? What, Iron, Knights, Iron, Knights, Iron Knights, Iron Knights, Iron Knights, Iron Knights. That was the name. Who were the, who were the Rogue Animals? <laughs> oh, they, they were from the other, the other spot in Brooklyn, Animal Hall. <laughs> oh, no, the Rogue Animals are from the Warriors. I was just going to say that. Oh, shit, hold on. Yeah, well, you know, listen, shout out to all my bikers out there, whatever the name your gang was. But basically, it was at a fucking at a biker bar in, in, in a biker club in, in Brooklyn. In like and Greenpoint the, or something. Yeah, in Greenpoint. And we walk in and the show was thrown by um Mike Bullshit, who was the singer of this band Go at the really? time. Yeah. And I didn't know like, that. Yeah. Check this out. So, I, you know, I, I never met him personally, but. What had happened that day, it's funny, you know, I'll let you know because you ended up there later on that day. So he booked the show, but when he rolled up and saw that it, they had some swatikas and shit or whatever the, it was, he was like, yo, fuck this. And he went to the by the train station, I heard, and was telling kids, yo, don't come. Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. And then I heard he got beat down because the, the bikers heard. But when we rolled up, you know us, we're like, that's like a challenge, you know, like you tell us not to play because of that. They were like, no, we want to have this show. And we were like, obviously, you know, we were the anti-Nazis, but we were like, oh, fuck it. Are you kidding me? We're playing. If you got beer and, you know, it's we, it's us. All right. Um, long story short, um, we ended up playing, you know, um, our first show in a <laughs> biker club, you know. Um, that was it. But um, um, long story short. All right. We played the show. And I want to say with Jeer, we might have played two or three shows. There was this, you know, it's funny because I remember that show. There was, was the there was supposedly somebody was telling me there was a squat show. Yes. You don't remember that? I don't remember. Listen, that. this one, it was in somebody's house and we bombed it. And they were like, no, people still live here. We thought, <laughs> we thought like abandoned. And they're like, yeah, a squat like the niggas still live here. And it oh, was I remember that because it was packed and we and we had a great show. That was like one of the first times that there was a couple more people besides our boys. And we were like, whoa, OK, yo. And I remember a bunch of the fellas were kicking holes in the ceiling and they were like, no, people live here. Oh, my God. You know, yeah, no, that that definitely sounds uh, apropos yeah. to, 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 to who we have, used to hang out with. And yeah. Do, right. So. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so. But like, all right. So there was a couple. This is why I want to get these out of the way, because I want to remember from you on. So I remember there was that there was the Long Island show we played with neglect. That was early what? on demise. The right track? No, right track? Uh, no, no, Reds. 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 Yes. And that was with Jeer singing, I believe, still, right? But you yes. were there. You obviously, yes. you guys, most. Yeah, 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 so it was yeah. that, the squat, Reds, and obviously the what became now, like, kind of a, in a cultish, I don't know what the word is, the fancy word, but uh, the NYU tape, the live at the NYU. NYU tape. Yeah, yeah that yeah, ended yeah. up, you know, throughout my years traveling and around in this shit, the thing that came up about Demise was always, you know, That's stories. And then that tape. 
That's the one. Did you catch? Did you catch the YouTube where it's just it's just the talking? It's no music. It's yeah, just, recently. It's, yeah, it's amazing. That's all it is. It's just us freaking just talking bullshit. Just <laughs> ranting. I heard that recently, and, and um, yeah, that had got around. So people didn't know much about it, and people, you know, as Madball got around, people want to start searching, and then the demise thing would come up, and then you know, but it was always that tape they brought up, the live at NYU, but um. I, you were there that day too, obviously, right? You remember that day? Yeah, of course. I mean, the, the only thing I remember was hot as fuck. Yeah. And then people, they just people just kept coming off the elevator. People just kept I re- coming. People just kept coming. People right. just kept coming. For everybody out there, we're you know we're in a record a radio station recording studio, so it's not very big, and we had probably fifty people, 80, 60 people, and 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 I they say if there was fifty people, forty eight of them were dusted, and. <laughs> And 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 the rest were in the band. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like it was in, insane. In, in like a twenty by twenty room. It was. It. And I oh, you know what? I always remember. I remember two things. I remember Brendan. Shout out to Brendan SFA being behind the council with spermicide. Yeah. And I remember spermicide with this look of disgust on her face. <laughs> and, and and I remember at one point when the ranch just started, she looked at Brendan and was like, "I knew it. I knew it." And I, I was like, what are you going to do? Figure, you figure, if anything, that was the beginning of the end, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Go out with a bag. And then it's funny, like, you know, we, it was just so insane from like, you know, we're threatening people one minute, then telling our mothers we love them the next. <laughs> then like, yeah, we got to go home. We got to, we're coming home early. Don't worry about it. I hope you freaking record. I'm shouting out people that I went to school in third grade. I know. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like. Is there a mic on? I'm going to talk as much as I can. The same thing. I'm like, oh, I got to go to school. We're in fucking school. We're borrowing the station wagon. Because it was Friday the next day. We had Friday the next day. And then we had the first show at CB's. We had our first show at CB's. Oh, okay. So, all right. So, um, all right. So, all right. So, so the NYU was already you, right? Yes. So, do you remember what was the first show with you? Do you remember? No. I remember it was ABC No Rio. That was in, your first show. I remember the in ABC. The pit, no, yes. In that fucking pit in the basement. Yeah. With the it, hall. Was, it was it was the basement and then there was a big hole in the basement. It, it, yeah. and you had to avoid that. So I'm over here working the mic, trying to avoid people and then trying to avoid that big pit in the fucking ground. And I remember Armand. You remember Armand? Sick of it all was there. Yeah, Lou was there as well. Yeah. Oh, Lou too. I, don't, I remember Armand. I think it was Lou. I think Lou was there. And we were just like. I remember. Yeah, I just remember being like, we fuck, like, this is going to be whack. We got this big hole in the floor. We were like, yo, you know, we, we're from Sick of it all here. We got a fucking big fucking company. We're going to try to come I'm off. I'm a fucking busted ankle. Yeah, shit. we're going to try to come off. And we're in the. And another miracle was that ABC No Real actually booked us because that world, you remember, wasn't crazy about our world. <laughs> I, that might have been ABC No Real, one of their first shows, too. I got to believe. Oh, I don't know because you know they were always really with the political thing, and those people never mix with our people in general. Just even like the sick of it alls and the us, they did just were on some squatter kind of shit, whatever it was. And it it was actually when people I tell some people that we played there, they're like, really, they booked you guys because they ended up becoming really like known for being that real political kind of club. So you know they, what I mean? They would have stayed away from us, I guess. You know, right? People, yeah, we yeah. Grandfathered in. 
Yeah, yeah, I wonder how, and even though I give them at least props on that, like, hey, they, you know, they went for it because a lot of places wouldn't book us. Yeah, you so know? I figure at that point, that might have been a Nagel book show. Maybe. Also, that was, was he, back then. yeah, he was. And I got to give Richie a lot of props. Richie Nagel was our, that's about our boy, and he was our drummer. Richie was the guy who put us on to a lot, everything that was new music wise. You remember him with the music? He always had the newest Oi, the newest hardcore band, the newest oh, demo. Yeah. Always. I was that was still to you know to to in that recent past he'd always turn me on to some fucking new shit as well. Always. But always get 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 that route. Yeah, I got that from like him. Most of the metal, yeah, most of the metal I mentioned now is because of him. Right? He always used to be like, check this out, check this out. No, 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 check this out. He would roll up and just but you know him he bust out from oi to metal to threat you know everything and yeah, I would he always. Didn't, he didn't not like anything. Yeah, yeah so exactly. he'd always give it a listen. He'd always give anything a listen. Yeah. <laughs> and, and his pop was the hardest. Richie was Puerto Rican and Irish. His father was the most Irish fucking dude, but the most hood mo- Irish motherfucker. <laughs> he was hard. And I remember he was like, yeah, Eric B and Rakim. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yep. I was like, yo, he's... Yeah, I remember him. He was hard. I was senior and, uh, for him. Yeah, and um, so that I did. I never knew that, that the ABC No Rio was, that was the my first, first show. show. That was my first show with Demise, yeah, for sure. Wow. And do you remember how many shows you did in general? So what was after that? Because we it was a hand- what, like a handful of shows. We played CBs. The Unisound shows? The Unisound, do- we played them two, 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 three times, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that was our spot, right? That, that was our spot. We were big in Unisound. That was our Vegas right there. <laughs> yeah, we were big in Unisound, yo. <laughs> Yeah, I gotta say, yeah, they, you know, the only place that would book us was like three hours away, and we were there. But it made sense. It was synergy, you know. It's like they they had the half pipe in the freaking back of the place. It was the same place your backyard had the half pipe back yeah. in the backyard. It was like we were just yeah. right at home. Yeah, and problem. then we had and then and we had the van with a machine gun in the front, and I had the machine gun in my house. Yeah. <laughs> No, but this is fun. You know, you want to hear a crazy story about Batman? That was the one where we start freaking passing out Valentine 40s on, on, on 276 or whatever. Doing 100. Out there. Doing uh, 100 passive 40 ounces like morons from like car to car. Right. Like it was right. So you, <laughs> was, so I, I don't know if I told this story on this before, but another quinky thing from back then. So back then, they were, they, you remember, there used to be a crew from Baltimore. They used to always roll up to, to see us. It was a whole Baltimore crew, and there was a you know one big dude, a bunch of dudes. They were the squad that would always roll up, and and that was the other band. And I remember one of the last times we played there, homeboy goes writes it down his name. Throne of Corruption was the band. Yo, mm-hmm. Tim, Throne of Corruption. Yo, stay in touch again, kiddies out there. This was before cell phones and Instagram. And we all right, so had to actually make a make an effort to keep exactly. It so you know, whatever we had the number and whatever you know, what was that uh, gut instinct? Yeah, back Delaware then, Delaware band, Delaware, but yeah, that was yeah. the shit. That was the shit. And um, but then fast forward past that, now we're Madball, right? Now it's Madball days, and um, they they tell me they go, yo, we're in Roadrunner. They're like, yo, we got a booking agent now. Um, they're like, yeah, it's a guy. He says he knows you. You know, you meet people when you're in the band long enough, and every you know they know you. You might have met is different than knowing you. And I'm like, Tim, I don't know. So they go, basically, this guy says he knows you, and he's your new booking agent. So I write a letter, an email to him. Hey, how you doing, bro? I'm Hoya from Madball. Good to meet you. I'm being all proper, trying to make sure my punctuation. (laughs) And he's like, yo, motherfucker. I get back like some shit like that. And he's like, yo, it's Tim. And I'm like, throw the corruption. 
long story was Tim throwing a corruption. He's been my fucking agent. That's my boy That's and to this day. Shout out to Tim out there. And he's actually one of the guys running the company that puts out the podcast. So it's oh, beautiful. You see how the whole yes. shit works? It just fucking comes full circle. It just keeps on coming full circle. You think yeah, that circle's but, closed and it just opens up again. You keep, I know. keep on doing it. It's so crazy how that happened. And he was like, yo, it's Tim. And then again, you know, staying around long enough, we got to see people get in there. And then um, all right, so that was um you can we did um um ABC No Real. All right, now when we did ABC No Real was Nagel on drums or, or did we get um Johnny? Nagel was still on drums. Okay. Nigga was still on drums, and then we did see who was the band. Who was the band then? Because we had a lot of little changes with guitarists during those eras. Remember with the Steve well, Pettits and the. No, this was we were still a four piece. Okay, we were this still was... a four piece, and then and then we then we started the carousel yeah. of guitarists. We were we were running guitarists like the Mets go through third basement. <laughs> we were just trying everybody. Well, I was like, that's the whole thing. You go ahead and start picking picking and choosing names. Yeah, Conan. You had Tim. Tim. You had Tim. You yeah, had Rubob. Rubob. I forgot Sid too. Try. I forgot. You making me. If, I if forgot. Anybody, if anybody had a pick in six strings, you were trying out. And then we had Laszlo. Laszlo, exactly. And then Steve Pettit, who Steve Pettit went around la- again later on to, I think everybody gets hurt. I think Steve Pettit, who he played yeah. with. Yeah. Yeah, 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 but go. I forgot about some of those that they played that they or they attempt, you know, attempted to be part of it at one point. That was it. That was it. It was attempted. It was attempted to be part of. Because you know, back then, you know, we were like on that metal shit. We were like, "Yo, you need two guitars." That was it. it was like it was exhorter and obituary. Resume. That's what we were listening to everything. Yeah. And Hell we were like, yeah. Right, we're gonna fucking we're gonna set a jam just like this. Bro. Yeah, exactly. Like and that's what I'm glad <laughs> and fast and and it ended up being cool and you know. Go, being real cool and friends with the obituary dudes. And it's funny because I tell these guys, I'm like, I, me, I got no shame in my game. I'm like, yo, we, I got mad love. Yo, I love that shit. We grew up. I, you know, I'm not no fanboy. You know, we were never fans of nobody specific. We all loved it all, kind of. So I'd be like, yo, you guys are the shit. We used to all roll up, bye, bye, bye. And, you know, those dudes are great dudes, the obituary. Yeah, I mean, that was it. And it's like you figure in that span of four or five years, right? We were absolutely spinning maybe 10 to 15 records over and over yeah. and over and over again. I know. You know, it, I like know. it could be freaking that, like it was it was the killing time. Yeah. It was exporter, the law. The law. It was uh it was it was it was even corrosion conformity well, blind. Also, that was the shit. That one that was, and, and that was Richie. I remember Richie yeah. first bringing that like yo, <laughs> and we were like, yo, they on some southern shit. And I was like, yo, this is dope. Yeah, yeah. all that. And you're right, and um. And also, yeah, I remember um, into another. That's when we were going. Yeah. It's like if it wasn't if it wasn't an into another show at uh, at Continental, it was Skadanks yep. at Wetlands. Yeah, Skadanks. <laughs> yeah, the Skadiddy, the Skadiddings. Yeah, right. The t- we would go. That's again. I want people out there to know, you know, as gorillas as people label us, you know, we were not only we. The scene was so much open then. You know, we'd go to a sky show. Again, we one minute we're at the Skadanks toasters, um, the the Scatterlights, and then we'd end up at um obituary boat thrower, and then we'd go see <laughs> into another quicksand, and then we'd roll up and you know what I mean? We'd roll up and see um instead youth of today or what you know what I mean? Like we would just you know, this is like one day to another, it was just like all right, what's available to freaking check out now to blow our fucking minds tonight. Yeah, you know cr- yeah, crazy and fucking um, and then um 
All right. Do you remember? All right. So, so your first time in, in a record. All right. Don Furies. All right. So we did our demos, uh, two track lives originally, like a lot of bands did back then at Don Furies, which I'm glad we did because we basically were like in the Hitsville, USA. That's yeah, our Motown. We got to yeah. do it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, more than once. That's, that's, that's you, our hit. You can't take that. You can't take that away. That's, a, that's what it is. Yeah, that's you exactly know exactly what it is. And we got to not only record and had Don Fury being there, opening the door for us. You know, we had the whole experience more than once. I'm glad we did that. Were those sessions the first time you recorded in something semi-real? Yeah, you know, those were like oh, two no, for sure. Hours? For sure. I mean, if it wasn't just a tape deck in a basement somewhere, yeah. no, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, no, for sure. Yeah, that I was, mean, that, was that was the, that was the one thing where, where I remember and Jir was still singing. So this was the first demo. Yeah. And of course I was there, it was me and MC Paws that, yeah. that were there and we did the backing vocal. Yeah. And um, I remember the whole thing was, um, no, that actually might've been the second demo where we wanted where it was uh, from reality and we wanted the, the reverse symbol. It. it was the and it's just like, just play the symbol, just play a symbol like that. And I was I like, that's freaking as simple as it is. That's that's it. I thought it was like some crazy effect. And it was just like, yeah. oh, just go ahead and just freaking double up the symbol there. And he's yeah. just, just fade it in. And I was like, yeah. man. This yeah. guy's amazing. He's, <laughs> he's a, a wizard. He's a wizard. <laughs> he's a, yeah, he's a magic. Yeah, and then you find out later, you're like, yeah, you know. I know, yeah, I remember that specific. We needed that reverse <laughs> effect. We needed it, you yeah. know? But, oh, man. Yeah. yeah, and that was, you know, my first recording. You know, um, I, I, I ask these questions now because now I recorded so much, and that's, like, a big part of what I do, you know, in general, that I look at those days and I'm like, I remember the wow, my first time recording, damn, the shit that used to fuck me up or the shit that I'd never paid attention to what I pay attention to now. And those were my first sessions too. were, and you know, and what I'm glad we got to do were everybody out there, we were doing them two track live. So basically there was no overdubbing. We were just playing the songs live, but they were getting recorded. Some it. things were mic mic'd. The drums were mic'd and the guitar amps. And you got the drums, drums and the bass, the line in, and then that's that's yeah. all you're getting, drums and bass. That's it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and thank you. Good night. And fuck it. And um, but yeah, that was crazy. And then we did um, so we did um, how many? Because we ended up putting so ended up um being the so two track lives doing, later. We ended up doing the the one demo with Jir, right? Yeah. Then we went back. We went back to Don Fury and did the other three songs. Okay. We did From Reality, Reality. Trap, and what was the other one? Short End. Okay. Short End we, the stick. Okay. Now, when we recorded that, that was with, was that was with Richie still? That was with Richie still. Okay. So that was still like two track live. That was still two track. That was still with Richie. And that was at Don Fury also. Yeah. Don Fury. And I, and I kind of remember because we, we 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 had worked on more songs. Those other songs were a little bit more b- built better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, and, and then I mean, and that I guess I guess at that point, if we're looking, you know, the chronological math, I'm figuring that's ninety one, right? Somewhere yeah. in there. So yeah, because the demo says recorded end of eighty nine ninety, the 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 first one with Jeer. But that's that's just what you put on. That's just what you, what what you put on what you released, right? 
No, no, no. That was what was on the on the demo when you saw the demo. That's that's printed on the demo. Yeah, that was that was typed. So it said record it. You know the the. So it was like the winter or whatever. Oh, so then that makes sense because that means we reissued a demo again with those three extra tracks there. Yes, that's why we did it in two different dates. Yes. And then, all right, we had redone that two track live. And then our first real recording of anything else after that was, all right, we ended up, do you remember, we ended up getting, um, well, I want to bring this up was we, Richie, when he did, he, what happened with how we, first of all, we love Richie. Richie's our bro, our bro. But did we throw him out or did he leave or what happened? I don't remember that. Do you remember? I think we I think we mutually parted ways. This is probably the best uh, way to go ahead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that what you call it? Okay. I, I'm gonna say is that what happened? Parted ways. I yeah, think, all right. I think that's what it was. Uh, all right, because do you remember I mean, we the, had the opportunity? We had the opportunity. Yeah. That's what <laughs> to it push was. him off a cliff and <laughs> well, I mean, that's you say Yeah, saying. we pe- we pelade him off the cliff. <laughs> Richie, I love you, Rich. <laughs> no, we love you, Tortuga. But all right, now. No, actually, actually, to set aside everything, because I got some some bad news today with uh, with um, Richie's Richie's mom, Richie's stepmom, Madeline. Oh, wow. She's got. Uh, she was. She went to surgery, and right now she's on life support. She got oh, COVID. down in Florida. I, I don't know. I don't Man. know what's gonna happen there and all that but richie mad love to richie out there and the fam rich and all that man yeah crazy man yeah crazy times and um yeah so um um when after this is why i'm glad i got you too because there's a lot of these i remember a lot of shit but there's a lot of this this story that i forgot the funny thing about it this is before you even smoke weed so i don't even know why <laughs> I, how you even forget thank you thank you i want everybody <laughs> to know that shit doesn't affect <laughs> You know, nothing of that. It may just affect you, you know, your hunger. But all right. Um, that all right, so when that happened, so then, then, so then from from at that point, at that point I remember we were we were on the trail. We were on the trail for 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 a drummer and we had a couple of ideas, but um we got word from Saab. Yep, I was gonna Marauder. say you remember, yep, rest in and peace. He's Saab. the one yes. he's the one that gave us he gave us the information for Johnny Cray. Yeah. And that's Johnny Rosado, who's Johnny from the Craze. Craze. And exactly. he was a 60-year-old wonder kid yep. at that point. It was just a little fucking maestro. Yeah. And then he came in the band. And then uh, you know, I mean that's that's when we started to finally get that sound and what yeah. I think we were eventually going to be. Yeah, yeah, definitely sure. uh, definitely um it, uh, again. Saab, rest in peace. Not only was it a good friend of ours and all that, but also Saab was a, a big connection in some other bands. He was a middle guy like that. Same thing what he did with us was pointing people to bands like, yo, you should come check this band out. He connected the dots with some other bands. I forgot who um, somebody had on the podcast. It was because of Saab. He had told him, yo, come down or I forgot that who, makes sense. but he that was makes always because Saab was always Saab was always the one that was bringing everybody yeah. together. Yeah. Remember Saab, Boneyard Boys, and all that. That yeah. was Ali and that yeah. whole crew, and yeah, and that whole that whole Brooklyn crew from from way back when. And you can actually go ahead and bring that Brooklyn crew into the Chosen Few, and that's where Scotty Ebanks yeah rolls in. Yeah, that whole that whole twisted bunch that he was freaking yeah. rolling with that whole. Those cats, man. This is this was me when I was first hanging out. 
Yeah. And I'm meeting like like Scott and some other cats, and I'm like, what the fuck did I get myself into? What are, <laughs> what, like, are the, I, what are these things? And it's like, I'm pretty sure I'm in some point in freaking Brooklyn. And it's like, if I go that way, I said, that's not going to be the train. And yeah. I don't know what the hell is going on. I'm just going to stay close to these cats right here. And like, yeah. everything's going to be fine. That's a, yeah. You know, it's like, and then you make it home before curfew, you hope. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Crazy, crazy. And um, and then, yeah, Saab was the, he connected the dots. And why I wanted to bring up Johnny was exactly, he went on to play for the craze. And, and with Roger and, um, Rogers band, I think the disasters originally. The disasters, yeah. Yeah. So again, and now leading up to that, so we had ended up record. Do you remember we we did a recording for the East Coast Assault? But what was it that we were on? Was that what it was, was it? with Johnny? I think it was yeah, it was the East Coast Assault. That yeah. was that the kid out of Long Island. Yeah. That he was. It was. It was that. Uh, it was that comp. And then at that point, we were. We were like, hey, you know what? Let's not just set it up to one. Let's go ahead and start working up a little kit, start working up a little media kit, yeah. get it going. So we did the one song, which was Soul Search for um, for the East Coast Assault. Yeah. And then we did the other two tracks. Yeah. And you remember we yeah. recorded, you remember what we recorded that? In, in New that? Jersey. That was Wildfire. That was yeah. a freaking boonies of, of Jersey. Something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cranked in uh, fucking joint. Yeah, yeah. I just remember the dude had a damn Yankees. Fucking poster on, and I remember being like, I don't know if that's the same his type mom, of music we do. His mom freaking greeted us with a shotgun at the door. <laughs> I forgot about that. His mom greeted us with a shotgun at the I, door. It's just like he's like, "Hey, how you doing? We're here to record." She's like, "All right, down in the basement." Goddamn like, Wi-Fi. Go. She's like, God. like, "She's like, what, what you guys? What, <laughs> what you guys here to do?" Right? I forgot <laughs> it, but I remember Something that. Like damn that. Yeah, yeah. And I remember yeah, I was like. like our first real recording, like I remember, like uh, well, that's when that's when that was the first time we had multiple tracks, and we were kids and kids in a candy store. We we're like, all right, well, we can actually do that. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, oh, we just have to pay the other twenty five thousand hours. It's like, all right, how much time we got? How much money we got? We just keep yeah. it, we'll keep it yeah, going. Yeah, yeah, whatever it runs we got. Out. Exactly. Hell yeah, put everything we can. That's what Absolutely. I love, and, and that was great. And then again, Johnny, which was great to see him pop up and to keep going and um we you brought up um um our last show and our last show was i, I forgot the exact date and i want to say it might be right in 92 but i remember the show it was mad ball before me you know I, I forgot the order but demise marauder you played, you played the double set I played with more. No, I didn't play with the with Mad Boy. Uh, you absolutely did because because you we broke your finger before. That was the week before. That was Long Island. I broke my finger. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That, that wasn't. That wasn't. That was the. Oh no. That was AF's last show. That That's was, what it was when he broke. That was finger. out in Long Island because that was our mini tour. That was our yeah. mini AF tour. We were like, no, we yeah. were, we were on tour AF. We had we played the week before out in Long Island, and then we played the week after at CBS. Oh, okay. I got him. All right. Because I thought that was like, but that show. And that was, show was AF slash show. Okay. Yeah. And that's, it was funny because Johnny was getting more into the punk rock shit. And I remember we were more wanting to do more metal shit. And I remember he showed up really punk rocking out, but we were already kind of phasing out with rehearsals and stuff. Oh, yeah. I remember whatever was happening. And that day, the crazy part in that show Neglect was on it. Neglect was a Long Island band. Neglect, Johnny LaFada ended up playing with Madball later on. He played that show. Oh, he was in Mind Over Matter, they, but they were on that bill. Um, Marauder, 
was on that bill. Uh, um, Agnostic Front, which Johnny ended up playing, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, we played. You know, Madball played. And I wasn't, you know, I wasn't in Madball yet, but we were all hanging you out already. A, you weren't officially in Madball. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. You yeah. played, you played, because there were a couple of shows, you played double sets, too. Yeah, uh, okay. And then, and I remember you broke your finger. You dove in the crowd, and you popped up, and you looked at me, and you go, oh, I got to go to the hospital. I was like, for what? You held your hand up. And that it, was fucking Jeer. That was Jeer's fault. Oh. Well, it was out on the island. I freaking dove. It was during Zero to Hero because we were doing Zero to Hero in our set, yeah. right? And and I went and I freaking dove and I came back and just like, yo, jump again, jump again, jump again. And me like an idiot, I went. And freaking, I heard the okay. My shit was like, look, here it is, right here. I remember. <laughs> yeah, there it goes. I remember you got to go to. And I'm like, kind of like, yeah, right, whatever. And you like, you held your hand up. That shit was pointing. <laughs> your hand was pointing northeast. That shit was pointing west. Yep. <laughs> like John. Let's see it again. Hold it up for the camera. Let's That's see it crooked, but then you go ahead and spin it. Get out. That's some Stevie Ray Vaughan fingers right there. This is some freaking Lauren Brogovich right there. That's some fucking mountain climber shit. And then all right. And then and and then fast forward, there was you know, you you know, you you would always sing around for fucking around. I know you were like, you know, for fun or whatever, but did after you know, we all I ended up joining Manball. You know, everybody went their ways. You moved away. You actually moved away for a while also and whatever. Yeah. Did, did you do any music while during that time before what we're going to get into now, the new stuff? No, the the only thing that I was doing, like, and this was probably like mid 90s. I mean, I never I never got into any other bands, any other hardcore bands, any metal bands or anything like that. But I was doing I was actually singing with uh, with my sister in law. And she was in like some kitty band. And then uh-huh. she'd have like these kid bands. And I do like backing vocals with her and go ahead and hang out with the kids and freaking do all yeah. crazy shit and all that. And so I was doing that for a little bit, but I was never officially in the band. But other than that, I never nothing. never nothing. did anything like that. Nothing. No. And then and then let's talk about your new shit because you know, again, um, you know, obviously we would we the last one, you know, the last couple of years, if anything, is the most I've seen you more of anything, you know, at the, at the shows we got to kick it, you know, a bunch of times and Every time we're in New York now. And then then I heard that you guys were starting a band with Frankie and everybody. Tell everybody the new band and then we're going to get into the band because I was trying to figure out the name. And even Frankie had brought it up to me while you since you guys been working on the band. I'm still trying to figure out the name. I'm still trying to figure out the name. (laughs) But it's a Giannis. Yeah. So first of all, let's start there. Who came up with it and what the fuck does that mean? Well, I'll tell you, it's uh, this is Frank's animal, and I actually think it was actually outside one of your shows. It was wow. actually outside the bazaar, and you know, Frank and I we were talking, Frank and Harry, because they, they still jam. Of course, they've always been close, even when when Frank was living in your basement. Yeah, you know, Harry was always there, and um, they were like, "Yeah, we're just trying to go ahead and figure out, you know, if if we go ahead and set something up, you want to go ahead and sing." He was like, "Yeah, go ahead, you know, get set, set something up." Yeah, sure, no problem. I'll sing for you guys. And you know, yeah. let's let's you know, just for if anything, just for something to do or whatever, right? Yeah. So fast forward, we've got good 10 tracks right now. We're just rolling there. But what do Giannis means? You need to go ahead and ask Frank that. Oh, Frank, you know, so like, you... he's like, he said it's like an essence. You know how he is, dude. He said <laughs> he said it's like an essence. And I was like, all right, but you know, you could have just 
could could have been you know made another another name you know like jump back or something like that. Nice I, hardcore name. <laughs> I, yeah, I thought it was that. I thought it was this um Greek comedian, Ayanis Papis. Ain't that like a <laughs> Ananis Papis? Oh, Ananis Morset. Ananis Morset. I don't know. No, but that's no, no, but whatever. I'm curious what it meant because um, I was trying to figure it out. And um, and I it, all right, describe the band because. You know, one, I know, you know, obviously I know what you guys are into, but also I know it ain't just a regular one on one hardcore band. And I know it's some I got some other shit. And I also know, you know, obviously that, as, you know, we listen to different shit since we were kids. And Frankie always listened to, you know, he was always on this rush shit and always on that on yeah. some other weirdo shit. Yeah, always, so. always. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, and that's the whole thing. It's like, you know, it's like we, we kick it back and and and. We were trying to freaking go ahead and describe exactly what it is, and um, you know, I mean, it's 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 definitely hardcore to the bone. I mean, it's definitely got some progressive little spins to yeah. it. And it's definitely got some metal spins to it. You know, we have a lot of fun with it. We get to have a lot of fun with it, which is which is great. So we're not worried to get spun into, yeah, a genre, if you will, not even a genre, or, or just like. Yeah, do a whatever sub you want. level of a hardcore, right? Yeah. So we're, we're just calling it old dad core. Yeah, <laughs> old dad. Old dad but, core. But, but okay, but let's just say this. All right, um, you you know enough of what's going on. All right, um, and if you had to take up, uh, what are two three influences that would describe the band? Because you have to describe it to people who never heard it right now. If you had to take I, two, if well, I'm gonna say like his his metal, like his overkill feel to it, yeah. right? There's not really a metal sense to it. There's not really a hardcore sense to it. It's it's just a bunch of guys just getting together, just playing some music. You know, we're fucking yeah. grooving to it. We're grooving yeah. to it. It's 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 jumpy. It's it's really good stuff. It's 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 hardcore to the bone. Yeah. You know? But then at the same time, there's little there's little different spins of of different uh, influences of of metal. Yeah. Of progressive metal. Okay, that's what I'm gonna say because Frankie was always. Love progressive classic rock. rock as well. Yeah. It's classic rock as well. So I mean that's some other things. Yeah. We've got uh we got a track, we got a track that's got a little Eagles influence as well. Uh-huh. So you know, you just it's just over the years of all the crap that has have been pushed through our ears, right? Yeah. So you just you just you can hear it. You can hear all those influences. And you got ten ten songs. We got about we got about 10, 10, 11 tracks or something like that, and then you know a couple of throwaways. No, but ten, throwaways. But, but like you, you tell me you got ten songs with, with vocals and they're ready to go right now. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. We're we've been we've been recording. I think we have one more track that we can go ahead and finish recording and finish vocals, and then uh-huh. it's, it's just mixing and mastering, and it's just like you know trying to figure out what we're gonna do and distribute it. Yeah, what, what you guys got to do is right away is is um play no games and you got to get a song out right now you get a, a one mixed version of one of your songs and you put that shit out right now yeah. i mean my right now like as soon as you Tomorrow. get off you call up whoever and you say let's get a fucking track up right now and play no games and and you don't Probably wait should have that right there and, we, got, and, we got a couple of tra- i mean we don't have full tracks but we got snippets of tracks up on yeah uh, up on our uh, yeah no no like you need one up there you just need to get because um this day and age and this is something for everybody out there the games changed and if you haven't noticed 
bands right now, they put out singles. They don't even care about a record. They'll put out single and then another single and then another single and then another single. And they do it like that because everything's a la carte now. And why wait? Why wait? Why wait for something that you got to that take that time? You need time to build. So, you know what I mean? My point is like fishing. All right. Fishing means you're going to fit that. The word fishing means you're going to have to wait to catch. Right. It's a process. You're, you're yeah. doing something. Yeah. But if you don't throw that, if you don't cast that thing out, it's not nothing happened. The first track is that first cast. And I tell people that if you got like you're far that far along where I wouldn't even be waiting. I'd get one track, you know, get a banger, get it mixed, get whatever, put it online. You've, there's mad kids online. Anybody who hears, hears this, you could even hit them up. You throw together some bullshit lyric video, you know, throw something to put online so people could pass it on YouTube and online and pass it around. Start spread. That's how you remember what we used to do back in the day. I tell everybody we would walk up and down the line and what remember five dollars, five songs, five demos. Now what you got to do is what we do go on Instagram. You know, you know the deal. You promote it like that. But especially you got that. I would get a song as quick as possible. Put it out there. And have it just, you know, have people rock it. Let people feel it. And then, they, you know what? P- two things are going to happen. They're going to say, oh, I don't like it. Or I like it. When's the next shit coming out? <laughs> you want 50-50. That's just better than Vegas. You know? I, That's I, it, baby. I, I tell people that, like, with new bands. I said, don't wait. I said, wait till you got, you know, you know, you know, you, your, 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 uh, your blade is sharp, of course. But I'm saying, you know, it's like, you know, as well as I do. Oh, wait, wait till you're ready to have a child. You're never ready to have a child. You know what I mean? You're never that prepared. You no. just it got to sure you you're some are further along and better off than others. But you're not prepared. You 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 got to work with it. But you know what you do if you're in a relationship. That's the, that's first the whole thing. Time. It's like once you're there, that's when you got to go ahead and work it out. Yeah. And once then so there, you, you got to rip. Yeah. So you got you got 10 tracks and you're waiting to put that out. And then um. But like, what are you looking at now? Like, um, um, is there a time zone? You're trying to finish things up. Do you want to shop shit or like? What, no, we're what, gonna shop shit. I mean, we're 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 where we're at right now, and it's all it's all where the mixing and the mastering is right now. I mean, that's yeah. that's where we're at. It's like we're we're done. It's like we're over here talking about covers and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. Over here about doing doing covers and nonsense, right? Yeah. But I mean, it's like. We got a room, we got a room where we go ahead and hang out every couple of days, right? So, I mean, the great thing about it is that, you know, we got a room where we can go and hang out a couple of days, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> ah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, we take advantage of that. And, uh, we go and hang out and we go ahead and push some music and push more bullshit than, than music, but we have a great time doing it. So, yeah, and, and, and yeah, no, and that's good. And, you know, again, I'm, all right, so let's just say shows were ready to play now. Were you are you guys ready to play shows now? I'm ready to play show. These cats were ready to play show. I don't know. I don't uh, know about that. Well, but you know, sonically, how is it in the room? I mean, sonically, you... absolutely not. I mean, uh, it's like you know, if, if if we get if we get to the point where 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 I mean, if if we had something scheduled in two weeks, of course we'd get a little more professional and we go ahead yeah. and do it. But I mean, that's that's the whole advantage and disadvantage of having our own room where we all we, where we have our own keys we just go there and we get you know we get cherry valley and get a sandwich and just bullshit for the rest of the night yeah <laughs> yeah nah that's the shit so. but but that's good so but, but i'm saying like because um you know i'm um the way things are, are are you know sounding things are starting to open up a little bit more 
And, you know, I does that be, you know, I'm hoping the B and B happens, you know, you know, there's always shows like that happen. Oh, of course. Gonna, you know, so, yeah, you know, no, of course, I mean, when everything starts opening up, you know, when that time comes and yeah, you know, I mean, we're going to be ready for it. Of course, we're going to be ready for it when, 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 and if, I mean, you know, of course, when it's going to happen, what we, I mean, to that point of where we are now and are we really going to go ahead and see like, you know, to the point where you're going to go ahead and get a mosh pit, you know, what's going to happen? Are they going to go ahead and saran wrap everybody? That's yeah. not possible. Right. You know, yeah. it's like, that's how you start figuring out how they're going to go ahead and make it to the point where, where you guys can make money, right. Where yeah. Everybody can make money for, for that matter. I mean, and that's the, that's the one variant where, you know, it's still not out there. Of course, yeah. if we were just sitting in an arena and everybody sits in their one seat, yeah, it's not yeah. a problem. But that general admission situation, yeah. that's going to be. Yeah, you know, I me, mean, you know, not even as a political shit. I'm ready to fucking get on right now. Of course. Like, of course. like to me, I'm like, you know, I feel like I'm being left out to die this way. I'm, I'm like, yo, no, I, I want I, I want I want to hunt the lion. Like not because I want to hunt the lion is because I said I is it, if I don't hunt the lion, I starve. No, I got a 50, 50, you know what I mean? You we got 50 50 chance Absolutely. killing that lion or get eaten. And it's at that point where it's like, but I, also in just. I see how important, you know, it's always we all know and we all hear it, it, it's it's so corny, but it's so fucking real. You know how people like, music means so much to me. It really does. And I and I understand how it, it means. It absolutely all of us. does. You know, it it's important. Does. So important. You know, I mean, like, even even for that matter, even like, you know, a bunch of little side shit that I was doing, like doing stuff with my uh, with my sister-in-law, doing like the, the, the Louis Prima stuff and just hanging out, crooning and doing all that shit. Yeah. too. And then that's just, you know, for me, it's it's for the fun of it. Right. But, you know, my sister-in-law was producing all that, like all these cats that were in the band, you know, they were getting paid. They were getting paid to practice. Right? Yeah. So this was, you know, mostly out of my sister-in-law's, you know, pockets. Yeah. And she's, you know, keeping this going. And I'm like, you don't even talk about paying me. It's like, you know, this we're talking about family, and I'm having a great time doing it. That's yeah. That's that's all. That's all I care about. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You know, the whole way throughout. So even now, you know, everything that I do, and it's like even, you know, talking about a show. I mean, it's from here on out, it's just going to be benefit shows. It's got to be, it's got to be benefit shows, uh, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, that was the whole thing. It was great. Like Beto's kid, you know, reaching out there, they, they put out their shirts and all their shirts were going to, all the profits were going to no echo. Right. Oh, that's, oh, that's you know, cool. That's, that's dope, man. That's, yeah. that's, that's dope that that's, you know, stuff like that is happening. Yeah. But I mean, you know, even, even the venues are going to need benefits for themselves. You yeah. Know? It's crazy it times. It's nuts. It's insane. No, and of course, you know what it is. It's the arts that's getting hit. Yeah, they're always going to get that financial hit because you know everybody else is always going to want that money to go somewhere else. Yeah, what for that pansy that that paints or or that guy that plays violin? Yeah, that shit's fucking important. Man. Yeah, it is. It you is know? important. You know, I tell people all the time. You know, my 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 music teacher in fifth and in, in sixth grade, Beto was there. Remember, Ms. Lazarus, she this she goes because I can't read music. And to this day, I carry music. And she told me, you'll never do nothing with music in your life. And she said it on some evil shit. And yeah. Miss Laz Lazarus, fuck that bitch. She's probably she's been worm food anyway. But I remember she, she she fucking told me that because I couldn't read. I didn't play a fucking recorder and I couldn't read music. Well, guess what, bitch? I'm working on my 10th album. 
and I supported my family for the last 26 years on fucking two strings and not knowing how to read one fucking note. They were. Thank you. Good night. Fuck it. And no disrespect to the dead, but fuck you, bitch. No, you see, problem that. number one was fucking going to Newtown and, and thinking going to a school with no windows was going to be okay. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that didn't help. That was an, that definitely was not a plus in my upbringing. The, 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 the use of a Mac 10 machine gun in my bag and no windows I saw, wasn't a. I saw I, I saw that shit firsthand with my brother when he came home after his freshman year. I was a little fucking sixth grader. I was like, I ain't not going to that school. Yeah, <laughs> believe me, it was it was, I, you know, it was dope in the summer because it was air conditioning. But you didn't know if it was day and night. You'd come out of there and it was a fucking free for all. Nah, but fuck, I was know. like, I just I just figured it was like, if I'm not going to go to if I'm going to go to school, I'm just not going to go. If that's the case, if there's going to be no windows, I'm just not going to go. And I remember cutting out. It's funny. I remember cutting out of school and then we'd cut out and we'd go to your apartment sometimes, your house. Sometimes. Yeah, like who, whoever didn't answer the phone. And it was always me, you, Saki. It was like a couple of niggas always, let's go get high in this guy's house. You know, kill it before mom gets here. And it'd be Saki, you, me, yeah, a couple of jeer. It was the same couple of dudes always. It was, we'd call up and then if I call up Saki's house and if Saki's my man sitting, it's just like, all right, call my house. And then we call my house and then be like, all right. Nobody's answering. It's like, are we going to my house? Okay, okay, yeah. We make our we make our pancakes, and I was like, yeah, all right, yeah, what are we gonna do with the rest of the day? I know, right? <laughs> oh my god, but well, fuck it. <laughs> uh, and, and so, anybody right now, if they want to catch, if they want to know anything about the band, because. One thing I noticed now more than ever, uh, people are looking for new music, you know, because now it's so easy. But even during this pandemic shit, you know, people are like they're searching. I, I, I could see it and I know it from yeah. a lot of people talking. Where could people find Do you guys got an Instagram? Um, a we, got Facebook? An Instagram. we got an Instagram. It's a Giannis uh, underscore NYC. Well, you know, I guess at some point we'll have a band camp, you know, we'll, we'll have we'll have a Facebook and all that. Not to, of course, like you're saying, you know, a bunch of 50 year olds that's yeah. working that social media. Half yeah. of us don't have the social media. And the yeah. other ones you got social security. Be careful. Yeah, you exactly. Guys got so- <laughs> exactly. You got AARP reaching out. Yeah, yeah. And fuck it. No, no, I hear you. Like, you know, again, you know, I, I, I'm with, you know, I'm, I stay on it. This thing is is how, you know, it's, it's just how the times are now it's the best way to stay in touch with a big amount of people it's a it's a bulletin a digital bulletin board you know sure. it's it, it, you know if it wasn't you know social media for a lot of older guys i could see why like you know it's it, sometimes it could be a turn off and a pain in the ass but i know more than anybody not just for my merchandise but how this thing could it, 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 it creates monsters but it also keeps movements alive like it's doing now like without the internet we wouldn't know about our podcasts and our merch companies and we wouldn't know about your old band and we wouldn't know about the demises and the mad balls and people wouldn't care unless there was hardcore channels and hardcore books and you know all this shit happening and you know it's because of this time this covid shit time you know lit a fire it was a good test you know that we didn't true i mean and, and and it's basically it's like what everybody really misses right what everybody really wants and how they're going to go ahead and go about themselves and how they're going to go about themselves getting to that spot right i mean that's the whole thing it's just like you know we just want to play music we just want to hang out it's we're hanging out with a bunch of boys yeah from way back when that we used to hang out you know it's like we're talking about frankie we're talking about that's gonna say who's in the band let everybody know the band frankie Frankie. and and harry who both in 25 to life 
They're both in 25 to life. We got Harry Little, Ocean of Mercy. Yeah, oh, oh can't forget V, 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 Ocean, Ocean of Mercy, of Mercy. Yeah, and then you Howdy got uh, you got uh, Nick B. You got Nick oh. B from Cold Front. Oh shit, Nick! I didn't know he was in the band. All right, shout yeah, out we to Nick. We gotta have a guitar. We gotta have a guitar. Yeah, yeah oh, so he's, I, I, he's I didn't involved think I did. as well. Shout yeah, out to Woodside, yeah. Nick B. Oh, and that's also uh, College Point, if I remember correctly. True. Woodside True. College Point. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the whole thing. He's got he's got a punch card, Cherry Valley. So every time yeah, we yeah. get a sandwich, we get every fifth one, we get one free. Oh, there you <laughs> so go. <we're> rolling. So <laughs> it's all you guys, and you got the Instagram and whatever. And there's um um you guys put up any um jam things? You don't put up any for you guys. Let me. Uh, am I gonna have to start managing you guys? Am I gonna have to sort of gonna have to happen? Well, unofficially, it's fucking Alvarez, but I still haven't heard from his. Ass. Oh yeah, he. Who <laughs> 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 the anger management Al? You know, well, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Old man no, I DMS, hear you. He's going to work it. Listen, you know what's up? I'm glad you were able to jump on. I'm glad I got you on. And definitely everybody, cat, you know, catch Cheeky. What's your Instagram? Your Instagram is um Cheeky uh, Rot. You forgot it. Cheeky Rot. I don't know my Instagram. Yeah. Cheeky well, Rod's it, it, 19. I think yeah. it's Cheeky Rod's 19. That's good. It, now, I guess. Cheeky Rod's um, 19 on Instagram. Check out the Instagram always and look out. You know, I'll be pushing this shit whenever they put something out. They got to put out something, everybody. So hit them up and make them put some new music out. And um, <laughs> next, next time I'm going to get when you guys get when you guys got your uh, put out your first single. Then I'm going to get you, Frankie and Harry and everybody. on. We do it all at once. Absolutely. That's what we're going to do. Cheeky, I'm glad you were able to jump on. I love you. You're going to talk. Thank you for having soon. me, bro. You know what's up. Everybody check them out. I'm going to send you the flyers and everything for this episode when it's up. Um, Any last words? No. Well, a lot of people keep telling me about fucking demise. You, you knew it was going to happen, bro. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. I'm, we're not, just saying. I'm just saying. But if we're going to do it, it's got to be everybody. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. It's I want to see. Everybody. I want to see the new band first. Let's see the new band. When the new band drops first, <laughs> then we worry about it. Dude, that shit is fire, bro. And that's what I want. I want something new. So everybody look out. Cheeky, one love. I love you. We talk soon. And we out, everybody. Thank you, sir. Love you, bro. Love you. One. All right, man.